0: Welcome to the Wonder Your Way Travel Podcast. I'm your host, Lynn Neiman. I'm here to help you travel to Europe, to explore off the tourist track destinations, dig a bit deeper into those well-known places, offer up some tips so you can travel with peace of mind, and of course, to share a few stories. It's my hope to inspire you to travel to Europe your way. Hello, Wonder. How are you today? I am so excited to be here with you. I have another tips episode, and I'm always happy to share some of the tips that I've kind of learned over the years in both traveling personally and, of course, planning trips for my clients. So, this episode, we are going to cover about seven, there's sort of a bonus tip, if you will. So we'll call it eight tips on how to figure out where to go in Europe. So as I'm recording this, it's like mid-May. So Europe is starting to open just a little bit from the pandemic. Now, the pandemic is still very much going on. There are still cases up in Europe and not everything is open. So as Americans, Canadians, well, the Australians can't go anywhere, anywhere. but a lot of people still can't get into Europe. But more than likely, come 2022 and another year from when I'm recording this, if you're listening to this in the future, then all this intro stuff is, is just going to be like, yeah, I remember those times. But as you're listening to this, hopefully more in the present, in like spring, summer of 2021, while we may be able to get to Europe in 2021, it might be a little complicated. So a lot of people, I think, are looking to go the following year in 2022. And I'm starting to see a little bit of interest, which is great. I love it. It's I love getting back into, into doing what I love to do and planning people's trips. But we may not be going yet, but we're thinking about it for the future. So we're starting to maybe I don't know. Maybe make some loose plans about it. We're starting to maybe create some lists or do a little research. So, I want to talk about how to figure out where the hell to go in Europe because if you're like me, every time somebody's like, "Oh yeah, we went here and we loved it," or "We went there and we and it was great." And you think, "Yeah, yeah." And that list of yours just grows and grows and grows. I mean, my list is 10 miles long easily. And you've got you know, a couple of weeks, maybe you can take three weeks of vacation and you're thinking, I really want to get to Europe once it really is opened. How do I figure out where to go? And especially if it's your first trip, because you might be like, well, there's so many places I want to go. Where do I start? So I want to offer up about, like I said, seven tips. One's kind of a tip and kind of not a tip, but I'm going to offer up these tips to kind of help you figure this out because now might be a good time to just kind of start putting a little bit of a loose plan together. So let's dive in with these seven tips and the bonus one. We'll get to that one. So the first tip I want to offer up is to really think about what is something that you really want to do. Is there something on your bucket list. Is there an absolute must that you're like, I hate to say this, but if I were to die in a year or only had a year to live, what is the one thing that I will want to do more than anything else? Maybe you want to drink a glass of wine overlooking the Tuscan hills. Maybe you want to go and see the great works of art in, in like the Louvre or the Orsay in Paris. Maybe you want to spend some time in an Irish pub, drinking a Guinness and listening to traditional Irish music. There may be a few things that really kind of pop out in your mind that you think, yes, that is something that I absolutely want to do more than anything in the world. A lot of us have those things. And if you were to take that bucket list or the list that you have, there may be those few things that kind of rise to the top. So That might be your first indication. If there is something or a couple of things that are rising to the top of your list, then maybe that's a good indication of where you should go. So if, you know, sitting in a beer garden in Munich, Germany, is something that you're like, oh, I would just love to do that and hear the Oompa music and that, then maybe that is your sign that Germany is the place to go. So that is tip number one. What is something that is an absolute must for you? Tip number two, if you don't have something that's really rising to the top, if you don't have one of those absolute musts on your list start to think a little bit about your interests. What are the things that really interest you? Are you into maybe Renaissance art and architecture? Do you love castles? Are you into food and wine or beer? Are you into the outdoors? These interests will help maybe guide you to the countries or the destinations, the regions that may be the best for you to go visit. For example, if you are into Renaissance Renaissance art and architecture, you'll want to think about going, of course, to Italy and places like Florence. If you love castles, maybe places like Wales or Scotland or Germany or even Romania might be great places for you to go. If you're into World War II history, um, especially maybe as it relates to uh, the American involvement. You may want to go to northern France and and visit Normandy and the the D-Day beaches. There are a lot of ways that you can kind of tie those interests into the destinations that you want to go to. If you love the mountains and want to hike in the mountains, you might think about visiting the French or the Swiss Alps or maybe the Italian Dolomites there are so many ways that you can kind of maybe start to hone in a little bit. And then you start to at least maybe eliminate some of Europe, it kind of helps you to at least maybe zero in a little bit, maybe won't get you there completely. But it will help to kind of start narrow things down. So that's tip number two. Okay, tip number three. And even though I have this third, this may actually be the most important one. And that, of course, is your budget. So if you have a large budget, you can really think about going anywhere. If your budget is a little bit tighter, you may want to consider going to places that are a little bit less expensive. So this may help you, again, narrow down your choices of where to go in Europe. For example, cities like London, Paris, or countries like the Scandinavian countries like Norway or Sweden, Denmark. These are expensive places. And if you don't have the budget for it, then you might want to just kind of take them off the plate, at least for now. Even if there's some of your dream destinations, you might say, well, maybe not this time, but I'm going to save up for it. So as you think about where you want to go in Europe, and if you are having a hard time, let your budget maybe be a little bit of your guide. Price things out. Know how much money you have, how much money you want to spend maybe on accommodation per night, on food. Maybe you kind of look at that, that daily that daily budget and say, this is how much we have to spend for the day for two weeks. Then you can go and go to sites like Lonely Planet actually has a pretty good way of like saying like, here's a low end budget, here's a mid range, and here's an upper range budget. So you can get an idea of about how much you would spend in a day. And then you can kind of figure out what regions, what countries, what destinations will work with your budget. This is going to help you hone in a little bit more. So you got to always consider your budget. If you have a wide open budget, then (laughs) the world is your oyster, so to speak. So you can go just about anywhere. So this one may not be as important to you. So you'll be looking at some of the other tips. So that's tip number three is to really know your budget and what your budget is and find those destinations that work within in your budget. Tip number four, and this is to consider the weather. Now, if you are a person who absolutely hates the heat, then you might want to avoid going to places like southern France or southern Italy or southern Greece and the islands of Greece. If you hate cool rainy weather, do not go to the British Isles because you will get rained on no matter what time of year it is. So you need to avoid all of the UK and Ireland. If you absolutely hate cold weather, then you're going to want to avoid those colder climates. You get what I'm saying here. So this is kind of that whole know yourself and know what you what you like. Um, of course, the whole like when you're going to travel obviously plays into this, but do consider the weather. You know, if you're somebody that you know you have to take a vacation in summer because you have kids in school or you're a teacher or you're a professor and you want to go to Europe, but you hate the heat, don't go to southern Spain. It's going to be hot. So that's where you need to consider maybe going into other places like in northern Europe, where it wouldn't be so hot. So consider the weather and what you can tolerate. And, you know, obviously. You can't do a whole lot about the weather and you never know the weather, especially these days is very unpredictable, but you can at least use that as a little bit of a guideline. Again, if there is something that just is going to absolutely, you feel like going to ruin your vacation. um, I know for some people, they just, you know, they want to see the sunshine. They want it to be sunny. You know, then you're probably not going (laughs) to want to go to certain destinations because they do tend to get, be a little bit rainier or grayer So keep that in mind as you start to figure out where you need to go in Europe. Consider the weather. Okay, tip number five. And tip number five ties a little bit back into tip number two, where I talked about knowing your interests. And this is to, again, sort of know yourself and what type of person you are when it comes to like wanting to be in a city, a small town, maybe being by the beach, up in the mountains, you know, somewhere in nature. You need to figure out what it is that you want to spend most of the time doing, and then you can let that sort of guide you into selecting a country or region, maybe a smaller specific destination. So, you know, like if you're a city person, and you want to spend, you've got a couple weeks, and you want to spend all your time in cities, you may want to go to an area where you can visit maybe four cities and that two weeks and be able to do so efficiently and effectively to make the most of your time. So you're going to kind of hone in on, you know, maybe places in Central Europe where you can visit like Budapest and Vienna and Bratislava that you could really kind of do a nice tour and see, you know, four cities within, you know, a week and a half to two weeks and not be spending all your time traveling from one to the other and really be there. That's one example. If you want a mix of everything, if you're like, yeah, I want to spend some time maybe in one of the cities and then maybe some small towns, but I also want to get out in nature, then you may want to find a place where it's easy to get to all of those Types of places within those couple weeks, again, without spending all that time taking flights or on trains or buses or by car and make the most of your time. So think about that. Where do you want to go? What type of vacation do you want to have? City, small town, nature, you know, just be sure you consider that. Tip number six, and this is actually the price of flights. Now, I'm going to preface this by saying, as I record this, And of course, we're still in the midst of the pandemic and travel is starting to come back. And more than likely, I hate to say it, but we're probably going to see airfare go up. However, there are times where you run across a great deal. I had this happen a couple years back. I think it was probably back in like summer of 2019. Gosh, that seems like a long time ago now that I say that. And I found a great fare to Paris for January of 2020. And my birthday happens to be in January. And I nabbed it. It was such a cheap flight, I nabbed it. I was glad I did because that was my last pre-pandemic trip. And I was like, I'm just going to go. I'd been to Paris before, but I always thought I would go back. So I kind of let the price of a flight guide me to the destination that I was going to go to. So if you find a really great fare and you're like, okay, well, this is where I'm going to go. And maybe it's not somewhere that's at the top of your bucket list, but sure, it's a place that you'd go to. Go ahead and grab it. It's not a bad idea to do that because And I'm going to say that, especially now, I think it's going to be hard to find those really great deals. So if you do come across something, you may want to go ahead and grab it. And there you go, the decision's made for you of where to go in Europe because you found a great fare. Don't be afraid to grab that great fare and just go with the flow. And tip number seven, not quite the last one, but almost the last one, sort of the last tip, because the other one's kind of more of a suggestion. So tip number seven is. How comfortable or uncomfortable are you with different? So what do I mean by different? So if you're somebody that's maybe traveling for the first time to Europe, you may not feel comfortable going to somewhere like um, Romania or Bosnia and Herzegovina, places that maybe you're not going to, I don't know, maybe don't have as much as, as, as extensive of a tourist infrastructure or that maybe there's going to be a little bit more of a language barrier, things like that. You may not feel comfortable going to a place like that, even though, eh, you know, those places obviously can be a pretty good deal if you're looking to save some money. A lot of times when people travel outside of their own country for the first time, it's nice to maybe go somewhere that's maybe different, but not too different. Depends on your comfort level. Some people, hey, they're just going to jump off, jump into the deep end, they're not going to care. Other people like to wade into the shallow end and eventually get used to the water. Know yourself, know what you are comfortable with as far as something that's different. If you want to go kind of and just slowly get into the water, then you're going to want to go to a country where you're going to feel more comfortable with. For many Americans or Canadians, it may be a place where English is the first language spoken. So you're going to go to places like the UK or Ireland, or you may even think about countries that a large percentage of the population maybe speaks English as a second language. A lot of the Scandinavian countries are that way. Parts of Italy, parts of France, uh, parts of Germany can certainly be that way where you may be able to go and and not have as much of a language barrier. I'm not saying there's not going to be one at all. So know what your comfort level is with different. If you feel like I want to go somewhere that's really different, then you can go to those places like I mentioned before, you may want to go somewhere like like Romania or Albania or Bosnia, Bosnia and Herzegovina or maybe Turkey. So just think about that and what your comfort level is. That's going to be a huge kind of um, guide or parameters for you as you figure out where you want to go to in Europe. So the last sort of thing that I want to say that's not really a tip tip, but kind of just more of a suggestion is just to make the most of your time. Um, don't overplan things when you're putting this all together and when you start to think about it. You know, when you're thinking about, well, yeah, it's like, I want to go to these 10 cities in 10 days or two weeks or something like that. Please don't do that. You will wear yourself out. Um, that'll be coming in another episode where maybe we talk a little bit about slow travel but do make the most of your time. Slow down and enjoy yourself. Make sure that as you kind of think through these things and think about your interests and your budget and the weather and whether or not you're a city person or a nature person, that you don't over plan things. So maybe stick to one or two countries, maybe even just one country, depending on how much time you have. So let me recap those tips again. So how to figure out where to go in Europe. Number one, figure out what is something that maybe is an absolute must for you? Something that maybe is on the top of your bucket list. Number two, if you don't have anything that really rises to the top from that bucket list, start to consider some of your interests. What are some of the things that appeal to you? Maybe you have some strong interest in history or food or art or nature. Let those interests guide you. Number three, Definitely consider your budget. Number four, consider if you are somebody who is strongly affected by the weather one way or the other. There's sorts of weather that you just don't want to put up with, then that's going to guide you a little bit and it's going to steer you away from certain countries and maybe to other countries. Number five, are you a city person, a small town person, a nature person? Let that sort of person that you are guide you. Number six, think about the price of flights. If one place that's on your list, the prices are cheaper, that's probably a sign from the travel universe that that's where you're supposed to go. Number seven, how comfortable are you are with different or how uncomfortable are you are with different? Again, there are going to be some countries that are going to be very, very different from where you live now. And there's going to be other countries that maybe are going to be a little bit more closely aligned with your country think about how comfortable or uncomfortable you are and let that guide you. And lastly, just don't over plan. Try to take it easy. Try to take it slow. Don't overdo it. Make the most of that time. So that's going to wrap up this short little tips episode. And I hope that you found that useful because I think that sometimes we get a little overwhelmed when we start thinking about, Where do I want to go? How do I figure out when you feel like you want to go everywhere? (laughs) If you're like me, it's like somebody names off a place to go and you're like, yeah, I'll go there. Yeah, I want to go there. So, this can kind of help you narrow things down a little bit. At least, I think it helps to eliminate some places off of your list as you start to kind of work through these kind of seven tips and then that eighth kind of bonus one, which is like I said, is a little bit more of a suggestion. So, Take it into consideration as you maybe start to think about traveling to Europe soon. Well, I'm so excited that hopefully we can get there. Maybe 2021, definitely 2022, I think is looking very, very promising. And, um, I invite you to of course, share this episode with your other friends who maybe are into Europe travel. Please think about leaving a review. I am going to start giving a shout out, um, to some people who have left reviews. Eh, Maybe we'll start a little contest or something too, to maybe start awarding some prizes. So, um, I love to read the reviews. It really helps me grow the podcast. So please do leave a review over at Apple Podcasts if you can, if that's where you're listening. If not, um, just please share it. You can um, find the show notes, of course, over at wonderyourway.com and all the other good information that I have on all the destinations. I have travel guides for sale. I have travel planning services. So if you're feeling a little overwhelmed and maybe figuring out where to go in Europe and how to make it all happen, I am available to help you plan that trip, whether you just want to plan to have, have... have me help you. Hello. Um, Have me help you a little bit with the trip or have you have me do the whole thing for you. Um, I can plan as much or as little as you want. So enjoy the rest of your day, everyone. And uh, until next time, happy travels.